All right. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Do we have our intro music yet? Did it do it? No. Okay, so this is uh, coffee with pastors. Oh yeah, yeah. I got my coffee. I've got my water, but it looks like coffee. Yeah, coffee. I, I, got some, I got some water as well. I got real coffee. <laughs> real coffee. So Ben, uh, you preached yesterday. Why don't you give us a little summary of uh, of the sermon? Oh shoot! Did I preach yesterday? <laughs> wow, that was yesterday. Um, that was like a week ago. Yeah, yesterday we were in the second half of James 4, and uh, I called it a field guide for spiritual renewal, and no, I didn't. No, I didn't. I called it a game plan. <laughs> you were going to call it a field guide. I was thinking about that. Oh. That would be good too, though. Uh, I called it a game plan for spiritual <laughs> renewal, um, and, uh, and, and basically we looked at James lays out this step-by-step uh, -step process for the person who's been friends with they've, they've done what he's talking about there in the first half of chapter four they become friends with the world or they're acting as a friend of the world and making themselves an enemy of god how do they how do they return he says the spirit jealously yearns yearns jealously for the spirit that he's placed within you and, and then it says and he gives more grace and then he gives us a pathway, a step-by-step -step process um, to returning to him for spiritual renewal. And so we looked at that. There were seven steps that we looked at. Um, see if I can remember them off the top of my head. It's humble yourself. You know, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Submit yourself to God. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Uh, what's the fourth one? It's, it's draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Um, cleanse your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, you double-minded. Um, and then be, broken over, be broken over sin. Yeah. And then it's the bookend of it is, again, humility, which we didn't have time to talk about that. But humble yourself, he says again, and, and God will exalt you. So, yeah. So it was a very practical. It, this one was like, you know, a practical. I wanted to give give handles to us like if we want if we need to be renewed this is something we can actually turn open our bibles to james 4 and get along with god and actually walk through this process so i think you're the most uh southern i've seen you yesterday <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what i was thinking i was like well the south have visited did us i today. let the south <laughs> slip out <laughs> it, it really did I think it's the Holy Spirit is Southern because oh wow oh, that's yeah. blasphemy <laughs> I think the Spirit of God what? you might want to recant in me in me has a Southern accent uh -huh. it wasn't done with that sentence it wasn't done with okay that. there we go that's better. yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll cut that out attendance is dropping right it, now it did feel like you were you were preaching with passion and zeal for yeah. the name of the Lord. I, I, I agree with that for sure. Mm -hmm. It was fun to see. It was good. Yeah. It's good. I, I think sometimes the tendency may be to have a, a message like this where it's just very very practical, straightforward, and and you may have felt this going into it, but like, man, there aren't any really deep theological things we can grab but but I mean, sometimes what we need is just straight up practical things we can hold on to in our day, you know, day yeah. in, day out. That, yeah. That is things so to good. obey. 
I, I mean, yeah. But Indeed. honestly, it was deeply theological. It was, yeah. Right. Because the truths that Ben was sharing about uh, it is written, mm-hmm. these are the promises, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so James was laying out seven steps, really clear, yeah. to come back to God, to, yeah. on, to, to, to yeah. develop and deepen your friendship, right? Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I think I think it's I think that on some level we're fighting our pride because we don't like to be told what to do. And yeah. James is like, dude, if you want if you want a deep relationship, yeah, it's not that hard. It's actually pretty simple. But we want to make it more complicated than that. Yeah. Um, and if you think about like being able to give handles to anybody, not to just theologians or just pastors, yeah. but to anybody yeah. that wants to walk with God. And have a friendship with him. They need normal, regular handles that a kid couldn't understand, yeah. and an old mm. person could understand. Mm. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be somebody who's educated in all of the Bible to right. be able to walk with God. Yeah. It could be anybody. Yeah, right. I, I think honestly, what gave me that passion in preaching it was that I, I finally did it. I mean, it's a it's a shame it took me until six o'clock Saturday night before I preached it. To, for it to click that, oh, I haven't, I haven't like taken the time to really walk through each one of these steps. I mean, as I was preparing it, I was sort of doing th- some of the things, right, as I was preparing, but I still hadn't sat down and actually worked through very carefully one at a time, like I was suggesting that we do. And and I was really struggling Saturday with melancholy. I was just feeling like this cloud following me around and I was fighting it all day. I was trying to like fight it with worship and be in the word and prayer and, and like, and, and just like be, be present and be joyful with my family. And I was struggling with it all day. And I was finally like at the, at, at around six o'clock Saturday, I was like, you know what? Here I am presenting this case to our church. <laughs> tomorrow that if they are in this place that i am in right now that this is a good pathway forward and i haven't done it intentionally and so i sat down and started working through it and you know as i as i got to certain parts of it god was revealing stuff to me and working doing stuff in my heart big time and i came away from that that uh time with the lord just feeling completely new renewed refreshed um, like the cloud lifted. And so that, I think that's what gave me the passion about it Sunday morning was like, no, this actually works. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Well, Michael went to the bathroom, so he's, he's gone. Oh, oh you're back. He is. Oh, okay. Oh, there's Aaron. <laughs> letting, reminding us that he was homeschooled. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I kind of, I kind of miss Any way microphone. to bring that in. Any way to bring it in, yeah. Any way to remind you. Even if random. <laughs> Michael left his microphone at home today, so he doesn't have the, the soft voice that he normally talks in the podcast. Oh, yeah. He's like, hello, everybody. I'm actually, I'm actually a really soft person, and I wanted to let you guys know that. <laughs> well, anything else? Any other comments on Ben's amazing sermon? guys? <laughs> Mm, I'm glad everyone was so impacted. Yeah. I don't I've, I feel like a zombie right now, if I'm honest. I like my eyes been twitching this whole time. I don't know if it's visible, but No! It was like one of my favorite sermons I've heard in like 
a year. That's awesome. I'm just like physically suffering. I went snowboarding Saturday mm. and fell down the mountain and like fell on my head. Oh. And I got whiplash. <laughs> my neck is killing wow. me. <laughs> yeah, so. Did you go through concussion protocol? No. no. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I had a helmet. I had a helmet. Oh, good. So I'm fine. Sure. Anyway, just the twitch in my eye. Just the twitch in my eye and well, it, it extreme was there, neck pain. Was there a uh, of the seven things that Ben laid out? Was there one in particular that you connected with, right? That really stood out to you? No. Uh, okay. Well, that's <laughs> You're well past the seven steps. <laughs> one question I had, or I thought might be an interesting way to phrase it, is: Is there one that maybe we we accidentally leave out out of those seven or that you personally tend to i think i think the one where you talk about yeah. resistance yeah that's resistance man you no know, we just don't fight we're lazy i mean we just like give up yeah know? or i forget that i have an enemy at all or we're right. not aware right yeah it's like aware. like i literally yeah. forget that mm -hmm. satan is wanting to come at me and, yeah. it, and i think i think if you whether you believe in the supernatural whether you believe in god or the devil if you talk to anybody that's a normal person you ask them the, the question what lies do you believe in everybody has them mm. everybody has lies everybody has lies you know you believe in um and you may not be able you might you may not agree on where those lies are coming from you may not think it's the devil you might think it's your upbringing, you might say it's your parents, you might say it's friends or this culture around you, but regardless, you have lies you believe in. And James is clear that those lies come from a source, mm -hmm. right? The father of lies, mm -hmm. whom the Bible calls the devil. Um, and I think one, just like you reminding us of that and na naming that was really mm -hmm. important because we, we often don't. Instead, we we don't name the, the source of those lies accurately. Yeah. We want to blame it on something else. Yeah. Or we give up to those lies. We say, that's my identity. Yeah. That's, that's what it's going to be like. That's, you know, I'm a, I'm a failure. That's, that's the lie I believe in. Maybe that's what it's going to be like for the rest of my life. There's no way just around accept that. Thing. Yeah. We accept. We accept it. I was thinking about, I was thinking about how a football team prepares for a game and how you know they they watch film mm. i wonder if boxers pro boxers probably watch oh, film of yeah. their opponents oh yeah and study their opponents but but in, in football you watch film you learn what is what are the strengths and weaknesses of our opponent going in what's their game what's their strategy and then you come up with your your game plan based upon that study of your enemy you could say mm -hmm. And I was thinking about as Christians, we, we have, no clue, yeah, we have no clue most of the time. Um, it's, it, I think it has a lot to do with our, our modern age that we're very much materialists. We don't believe in the unseen realm in our everyday life. Like theologically we do, mm -hmm. but I think at least myself. Practically we don't. Practically actually. like daily, I'm not thinking about these demons that are right. whispering lies to me. And so... I'm just, I'm not, I'm not on my, I'm not on the offensive because I haven't been studying my enemy's tactics, strategy. And half the time our defensive strategy goes out the window because we don't even understand that we're fighting a, a yeah. battle yeah. out there. Yeah. I've always, always wondered like if we could put on 
spiritual glasses <laughs> to actually see, it. see what all is going around, going on around us in the spiritual realm. I think mm -hmm. it would blow our minds. Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking like, uh, what, what exactly would be a win for Satan, right? In these strategies that he employs against us. And I think that ultimately a lot of the stuff that he's, that his strategies are geared towards achieving is making us believe that God is not as good as he is. Yeah. Whether it's that his, his laws aren't good, his words, that they're not really that delightful. They're really not that awesome. They're, they're not so great that I can like broadcast that to everyone. They're mm. not so great that I should obey them. Um, yeah. And he really must not be good if he wants me to do this thing or that thing. And, um, yeah. and that's when then I think that most people begin to start the existence of God is where you, when you first start doubting the goodness of God. I think that's where it starts. Yeah, yeah. that's well, a great yeah, insight. I, I think we're honest. Um, <clears throat> we're honest with ourselves. We we don't feel cool, right? Like, uh, it doesn't feel cool or or looked upon well to talk about this stuff publicly, or to be open and honest about this. We have this very much this self awareness that, oh man, I'm just gonna be looked like a religious prude. Mm -hmm or fl Flanders on the Simpsons next door. And I don't want that image. I want to be the cool guy in the room. Right. Mm -hmm. I want to be looked at as the approachable, completely <clears throat> accepting, open person. Right. And that means I throw out the window a lot of the truths that are tried and tested and, and, and yeah. are actually wisdom. Um, I want to throw them out the window because it's just not cool. It yeah. just doesn't look that as like, the guy you're gonna go out with on Friday night, mm. like I mean, I, I mean, if I'm honest, if I'm honest with myself, and I think a lot of, you know, talking about yesterday, like men have this excuse they give themselves about being free to worship God or being free to have a relationship mm. with Him, mm. and how it's like, geez, I, I, I don't do that kind of stuff, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, He knows how I feel. He knows how I feel. I don't, I don't need to be free <laughs> about that stuff. It's just, it's just embarrassing. I mean, mm. if I'm being honest, like it feels embarrassing. Yeah to be free um and it's because we're insecure i mean mm -hmm. i think a lot of, of it comes out of insecurity that people aren't going to accept us yeah the way we really feel like we want to be yeah we're kind of embarrassed a little embarrassed oh yeah yeah is that why you've been holding back on the tambourine i noticed it's gotten a little quieter yeah 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 <laughs> I hide my uh, Chinese harp underneath the chair <laughs> and I string it just a little oh, bit. Oh man, don't be ashamed so, of that. That's such a, you're so good. Now, that's why the Bible says the fear of man is a snare. Yes. Right? Just that oh, that hyper-awareness of how am I being perceived, oh, totally. yeah. it's such a snare to us. It's a snare to us in our worship of God, in our in our representation of him in public <laughs> and with, with our friends and... Yeah, yeah, because you, you might believe, for example, that like, oh, the laws of God, yeah, this is right, but it, it kind of shows when you start talking with someone that disagrees with you, it really shows how much you really value, how much you really delight in God's law, how you represent it yeah. to someone else. Like, like, not just even throwing it out, like saying, oh, no, that's not right, but like saying, yeah... It says this. I'm, I know that's hard to hear. I'm sorry. That yeah, like apologizing I'm, for it. And like trying to put as soft yeah. as possible and then apologizing deeply for it, as if this truth that you just shared with them isn't the best, yeah. isn't like good. 
Yeah. As if it's not truly good and life-giving, which the commands of God are. That shows the righteousness of God. Don't apologize for the righteousness of God, which is what the law is, right? I sounded angry when I said that. <laughs> Don't apologize for the righteousness of God. <laughs> made a lot of editing on this. Uh, you know, one, thing, one thing that stood out to me um, in this message was how, one, how good each each one of these steps are, but, but two is that um, it's not a one and done thing. I think that was one big thing that stood out to me. It's like, I mean, it is not even daily, but moment by moment submitting, mm-hmm. moment by moment resisting. Moment, like if you just go through and look at these yeah. verbs, submit, resist, draw near, cleanse, purify, mm-hmm. uh, mourn. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. how often do we do this? Do we, is this a moment by moment thing in our life? I mean, and, and essentially yeah. you could even say it's, it's help, this is helping us abide right abide in the lord and abide with him mm-hmm. uh moment by moment yeah. but I, I think that was one thing that stood out to me is just that this we can't just like put this into practice sunday afternoon and then let it go <clears throat> and and not expect the the enemy to be roaring and just wanting to rip us apart mm-hmm. that evening or mm-hmm. the next morning mm-hmm. so I, I thought that was that was what stood out to me in relation to all of these mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just kind of, that was something that I, I was thinking through each one of these. It's like, you know, I, I do get to the point where I practice these because, oh, wait, wait, do you need oh, to get that? Ben's gotta do you need to get that? Uh, okay, we can pause this Scott, for a little while. I literally thought you were about to answer Sorry, I'm that. Actually. <laughs> Very important. <laughs> Very important. On Monday morning. Let me turn hey. my ringer up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, back to this. Um, (laughs) uh, just like how I I can like I can realize okay I need this because I get to the point of desperation where my circumstances have humbled me Mm -hmm. so then I start humbling myself before God yeah rather than practicing humbling myself before God continually yeah and and uh, starting to resist the devil because he's been beating me down so much that I'm like, right. okay, I need to start putting the defenses yeah. up, you know? Right. So, oh, now I'll start putting on the armor of God now that I've been stabbed a few times, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and that's, that's one big takeaway I had from it was, you know, I, I need to practice these things, but especially that one humble myself before God mm-hmm. um, consistently mm-hmm. and, and just like practice that everywhere I go. Um, in the morning and the evening as I'm walking, just like say, God, I need you for this next thing I'm about to do. Yeah. Please help me. Um, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a big takeaway for me. That's good. Um, yeah. Whether we're in the desert or the, on the mountain peak, right? Yeah. Like we put this stuff in, just humble, submit, cleanse. I, I don't know. It's just a, yeah. It's not just when we get knocked down that we're feeling our, do you, do you see my eye twitching right now? No? Yeah, okay. I was wondering if you were my eyes are starting to water with how much they're twitching. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Anyway. I thought it was from the joy of the message. <laughs> that was so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, uh, Ben, what do, you think, <clears throat> what do you think, you know, somebody who came from wait, walked away yesterday and maybe was, uh, maybe wake up this morning, they listen to this today, what's like a next step for them this week? What's the next step for them this week to start these seven steps? Yeah, I think, honestly, 
it's fight for setting aside the time to begin with to just actually work through this alone with God. I, I was thinking this morning, I wonder how many people thought to themselves sitting there, I should, I should sit down alone with God and work through those steps. But then as the, the busyness yeah. of the week, <clears throat> you know, be, begins, Sunday, right. all of a sudden yeah. they're going to find that they didn't ever do that. Just like me, like I honestly, it wasn't Sunday night at six o'clock wasn't the first time I thought I should work through those steps. I'd thought through it many times as I was preparing, but it takes setting aside an hour to do that. Right. Probably a minimum of an hour to do that. And, and I just didn't do it. I let the busyness of the week push it out. I still haven't done it. (laughs) So, so I think that that would be a first step would just be to say like, do I, I, I do I want spiritual renewal? Do I want my my spirit renewed? Do I want joy to increase? Right. Um, if so, I'm gonna set aside an hour to just work through this with God. I think that's the next step. I think that honestly, and then that last that last one we didn't really talk about today, but mourning over sin, being broken over sin, which comes out of love for God. Yeah. That is key because the Bible says godly grief produces a repentance unto salvation without regret. And many times we don't experience repentance because we never experience that godly sorrow. Right. Mm -hmm. And we don't experience the godly sorrow because the, because we don't have the intimacy with God that would produce godly sorrow for our sinning against him. And I think, if once you have taken the time to properly work through those steps and, and consider anything that God is showing you that he's pointing out in your, in your life. Like for me, I had, there was a couple of things that I just, I felt like I needed to confess to Tiffany as I was working through that I hadn't thought of until I was working through the steps. Um, and I got to cleansing your hands and I felt like God put his finger on a couple of things. And so I had to like get really uncomfortable. But by this point, I had told God, I am totally submitted to you. Um, and I'm up to, I'm up for doing it your way. And so when he revealed something that he wanted me to confess to her, I was like, okay, you know, and it was that, that then it was actually after I confessed to her that the brokenness for that sin really was able to come into my heart. And I was able to actually shed tears over it, but it wasn't until I confessed it is, which is a weird thing. What was it? <laughs> His relationship with coach. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I I felt a twinge of of frustration for just a second. Last week. <laughs> that was it. Oh uh, yeah, but, uh, I hate it when that happens. Uh, that twinge. That happened to me like, like a month a, ago. Yeah, a few times a year. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> Anyway, I think I, that's what I would say. I want to encourage people to just actually mm. take the time to do it. Don't just think that would be a great idea to do, but then not set aside the time. It, it's, it's really, I, I went from having the cloud following me all day Saturday to like rejoicing and just feeling mm. free. So that's great. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Well, thanks guys. This has been another great Coffee time. Another good one. Another good one. It was fun. See you guys next week. See ya. See ya.